Hey guys, and welcome back to Noelle. Let's get real. Can you guys believe we're on episode 16? Like 16. I, I'm i just like, man, when I had even the thought or the inclination that I was going to do this, I was like, never in my mind did I think I would get it, make it to 16. And it's not because I didn't believe in myself, but you just never know what can happen in between now and then and the fact that we're still here we're still kicking it and it's so much fun and sick so before we even start talking i just want to say thank you for the support for all the love for anybody who listens to anybody who has listened even once because at the end of the day like again people taking that chance on you that is everything that it is there's there's really just nothing else i always say you can never tell somebody too much how grateful you are for them and the energy they provide to your life so i always want to make sure i give thanks and grace when due so man 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 what's up psych that's from one of my favorite songs i'm feeling pretty good this week last week i was doing okay but i kind of felt like i was in limbo i always say twilight zone i always feel like i'm in the twilight zone I do not like the Twilight Zone. I also don't like movies that are in black and white because it's just like, if I know what it looks like in color, why would I revert back? We're going forward. We're going forward, babes. And for today, we have a candle, of course. And today we have um, olive leaf and oud. And I also just posted, not just posted, I'm posting tonight, which is technically a Monday, um, the candle of the week. So you can always go over to my Instagram at Noel underscore let's get real if you want to hear more about the candle and also the music selection that I picked to go with the candle, which also derives from my mood. So you can always check that out. And don't forget to check out my website. It is noellelesgetreal.com. I'm so proud of it. I'm just proud of everything that's happening at this moment. So how are you how are you guys doing i love how i always ask how you're doing but it's not like you can physically respond to me um couple of fun updates we will be having a new guest on the show in a couple weeks one of my really good friends we're both studying architecture together and you know she's doing a lot and she's super dope she's super cool and you guys will love her yeah <laughs> but no i'm i'm in such a good mood i'm feeling very lively full of energy just Yes, there's other things that I have to deal with in life, but that's going to come. And I can't allow my future to determine my present right now. And I'm just trying to stay in the moment. Sad news for me, though. So I had a colonoscopy scheduled literally today. It was supposed to be today, like at this time that I'm recording it. But they ordered the wrong anesthesia. So now I got pushed back two weeks. And if anyone else has had a colonoscopy before, I was just really trying to get the prep out the way and go on my merry way because that prep, I'm really going to think the Lord and all 12 of his disciples are coming back to get me. And I'll be like, hey, hey, chill out. I'm only 21. I got a lot of other shit I'm trying to do. Ooh, it's my bad. Look, you ever talking about God? The accidentally cuss in the same sentence. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I'm personal, homie. You said the personal. Literally me and my brain. I'm kind of salty about that, but there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. So I'm just like, okay, we're going to move on, do what we need to do. And I'm still happy about life and what is going on with it. So can't complain where I don't need to complain. You get me, you feel me, got it. I am going to take a sip of water real fast. And then we're just going to hop into what today's topic. Oh, today's topic. Also, have you guys noticed that I've been rambling less? Like usually I ramble for like six minutes, but we're cutting it down to like four minutes now-ish. So I'm proud of myself. The rambling will never stop. That's in my blood. It's in my stream. I feel like right when I came out the womb, I already had like 5,000 things I wanted to say. And then I was fighting for my life to get them to connect. But me and this water, we're about to connect before we get into today's topic. So we be a what? A right back. 
All right, guys, my sip of water actually just made me feel 10 times more rejuvenated than I feel right now. So let's get into it. So for today, I am so excited. I'm always excited when I record. Okay, look, sometimes if I'm in pain, like I'm still excited, but the energy will not be matching the energy I want it to match. And, you know, that's really just how life is. You could be excited for something. Your body's like, absolutely not. Like, please go lay down. Stop sitting up. Uh, but let's let's kill it. But for today's topic, I'm really excited. I did a couple polls on Instagram. So again, don't forget to follow me on there. But I did a couple polls to be like, ask questions, things you're curious about in regards to health or even life, or if there's just stuff you need to get off your chest. So I have a couple questions that I'll be answering throughout, throughout today's episode that I'm super, super excited for because I'm like, this is about to be dope. Like every episode is dope, but this is about to be iconic, hopefully. Now, if it's not iconic, don't come back to me and be like, you remember when you said it was posted? And I'm like, no, 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 I, no, 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 I'm English. I'm like, no, I only speak French. <laughs> I only speak French. Okay, so um, I, look, why are we running? Like, is there a criminal behind us? Like, is someone behind us pushing us and saying, if we stop, if we go and do like, you know, a little speed walk, a little jog, then everything around us in our life is absolutely just going to implode. Like, why are we running? Who is chasing you? Who is behind you? Because 95% of the time, the person behind you is literally just a different form of you pushing yourself beyond your limits. When look, no one's trying to get you to jump off the cliff except you. And that's what we're about to really get into. I was listening. I like to listen to other podcasts, other creators, and also I get inspired from anything. I, I always say this. I think the best way you can educate yourself and really just feed your mind and understand the way things work or to talk to people you know normally wouldn't talk with people you might not agree with on every aspect in life because I feel like that's how you understand that's how you grow and that's how you can understand somebody else's point of view doesn't mean you need to agree with their point of view because absolutely not but so then you can just be aware of how other people think and I I really just think that is so important if that's one thing I can just state keep that with you hold it tight okay because I, I'm just like you know like wh why are we running why are we um, trying to do the 400 meter dash and there's nobody behind us? And that's what I really wanted to talk about because you can take leaps of faith in life, but then still stay within your means, still stay within what your body can handle. There's this misconception that, you know, you have 24 hours in a day and you have to use every um, hour. And I do. I use every hour in the 24 hours. And for eight of those hours, I'm in bed and I'm using it because my body needs the energy to work the other hours I got left in the day. So we're all using our hours. Now, just because I'm not breaking my back and breaking my neck with five different things does not mean that I'm not being productive. And I feel like that's a lot of, that's a lot of issues and struggles, even throughout social media that we're sitting here like, oh my gosh, we're like, okay, and I'm pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure that all these other people sleep as well. So don't break yourself for a perceived perception that someone's putting out for you. To first start off with today, we are going to answer our first question. And this is from Kathleen underscore J98 on Instagram. This is like my girl. She always DMs me on Instagram. We always just talk about life and like health and chronic illness. But her question was, how do you deal with having to give up things because of an illness? girl if that's not a question i don't know what is one because i feel like that is legit it's like how do you deal with having to give things up in an illness 
I have slowly started to come to this realization of multiple things. And one of them is this, is are we necessarily giving it up? Are we giving it up or are we reformulating how we do things so we can get to the end result in a timely manner, but not kill ourselves just to get there? Because there are, th- there are things you have to give up within illness. And I always say, I'm going to give you a perfect example. So anytime someone finds out that I really don't eat like at all, they're like, oh my gosh, like if I couldn't eat, I would jump off a bridge and I, I just don't know. What. I'm like, okay, one, okay. Like I'm like, okay, like I don't get why people like in their mind, like, so if I tell you I can't eat because I have like a disease, then you think it's smart to then look to me and be like, man, if I was in your position, I would, I would jump off a bridge, girl. I wouldn't survive. Like one, what? Like. I just feel like, I just feel like that's like the worst thing. Like, why would you say that? And I usually just laugh. I'm like, cool. Guess you would definitely not live a day in my shoes, babes. But I'm just like, okay. But no, people are always like, oh man, like I couldn't eat. Like, I don't know what I would do with myself. Like I wouldn't be able to function, right? And then that's what I told them. I said, in the first six months, I mean, slowly not being able to eat. I went from eating whatever and then like literally day by day by day. And then to the end, all I could eat were pretzels. And even that was a struggle. And I was getting like violently ill. I'm just eating that. And then I always tell people this. I said, if there's something that you love that you've always had your whole life. And then slowly every single day, anytime you even participate in that act, it brings you physical pain. That pain starts to mess with your mental health. It starts to mess with your physical health. You no longer have strength to do what you need to do because you're just trying to like force nutrients, force nutrients, and your body's not having it. I tell people, if something is destroying your life long enough, you will slowly learn not to do it. And that's like the first key thing that I tell people. I'm like... There's going to be, there's going to come a point because I come to these points. There's days when I have really bad days and I'm just like, okay, um, I'm having like a horrible day. So I'm going to go eat something. And now I'm getting better. I'm like, okay, so I'm already having a bad day. No, if I go eat something, I'm about to be having a horrendous day. Because now I'm in my bed, all here curled on my side in pain, hoping I don't throw up or, you know, other activities. And I always tell people, I was like, but what... Is the payment, is the payment worth the aftermath? Is the cost worth that tiny bit of euphoria? Is it worth it? And if you can say yes, then you'll find a way to do it. But if slowly is not working out, you have to let it go. So how do you let something go? How do you handle that? I used to play tennis. When I got diagnosed with um MS, I used to play tennis and it's something that I really enjoyed. Um, I used to swim for basically majority of like my childhood up into like teenage years. I stopped and I ended up going to play tennis. I enjoyed tennis. I wasn't like the best girl on the court by any means, but that wasn't the, that wasn't the point. It was a point to have something of my own. And you know, I got MS during that and running became harder. I got nauseous every time I would run. Um, so running became harder. Being out in the sun became harder. And it was something I really loved to do. And it got to this point where I looked at myself and I said, is the payment worth the cost? Like, is it? And I was like, it's not. Like, I I, I love what I do, but at the same time, I'm like, 
I, I also didn't like the atmosphere it was creating for myself and just my mental health and feeling like I had to go. Like it just there is hard. Now I'm and I was just like, you know, as if I keep pushing myself to do this activity I love to to participate in these things that I usually find comfort in, I'm gonna end up hating it. I'm gonna end up resenting it because now the only con- connotation that I'm gonna have to that situation I experience is pain. Pain will cloud anything. Pain is literally like a black paintbrush. It will cloud and cover anything in sight. So I, you come to this moment where you're, you're saying this, and this is what I tell a lot of people. I'm like, man, if I actually worked every single second of every day, if I never gave myself an option to sleep, if I didn't put myself first, everything that I'm still trying to do and I'm still trying to force myself to do is not going to matter. Because by the time I get to where I want to be, I'm going to be in the ground. And people are going to be sprinkling dirt on top of me. And I know like that sounds crazy, but at the end of the day, it's factual. It's just facts. Like, it's not worth the cost. It's not worth the cost because your body's already going through so much with your illness, with you trying to wrap it around mentally. And it's hard, man. Like, I won't lie. I won't tell you it's easy because it's hard to get to this point where you have to let go of a passion you have to let go of something that you've always known is not easy it's painful it's like you're losing a part of what made you you and that's how i felt when it came to food like strictly having to give that up was very difficult it it was something that i enjoyed to do with my mom i used to want to be a chef when i was younger not anymore i hate the feel of raw chicken on my fingers like i absolutely can't the little fat (laughs) Alicia, I hate it, but I just had to understand it. And what I would say to Kathleen is this, is the payment worth the cost? Is it? And if you could say yes, then maybe it's not something you necessarily need to give up. Maybe it's something that you just have to add in a couple of, you know, speed bumps along the way. It might take you a little bit longer. It might, instead of it used to take you one hour, it might take you two to achieve what you want to achieve, but you'll get there. Maybe you just need to add in a little couple of roadblocks or you can find a stop sign and just chill and take a second and take a deep breath and then keep going. Or it might be something that you have to let go. And I say the things that I do to kind of help myself and just allow myself to really understand they have to let someone something go is this. You know, surround yourself by people who are going to support those decisions. Don't, look, if you're like, I need to give this up and you're just struggling with it, someone's like, I don't get why it's so hard. Like, bye, bye. No one has time for that. Surround yourself by people who support that. And I always say, find something else that brings you the same joy, brings you the same joy, but it has different methods. And that method is like, you don't have to destroy yourself Um to achieve it and that's definitely what I would say for that because I just it really ties into like why are you running no one is chasing you and I say this because it's like the person who is feeling like let down the most is you it's your spirit it's a person it's your future it's a person you want it to become that's the person who's going to feel let down the most and that's the pain that you have to grapple with yourself and really sit and think about it because Nine times out of 10 is not from the outside forces, it's really you. So you have to just start to understand that you can continue to take your leaps. You can continue to have things that bring you joy. But I always say, find something to replace that gap in that hole. 
because having absolutely nothing to do with your life anymore with your illness that's the first catalyst to starting to deteriorate and fade away is that because when you have nothing else to distract you if you have nothing else to give you some motivation something to live for that's when dark thoughts come in there's nothing to distract you there's nothing to inspire you to move forward so find something that brings you happiness hold on tight it doesn't even have to be in the same caliber that you used to do but that's definitely what i would say for that question Hey guys, so I hope that you're enjoying this quick chat with Noelle Let's Get Real today. And here is your quote of the week. If you don't learn to accept your wins, you'll keep always thinking you're losing. Enjoy the rest of your mint break, guys. So I always think about the fact that sometimes we are literally our worst enemy. And I talk about this and I discuss it a lot in probably every episode because I feel like there's just certain principles in life that no matter what topic I'm talking about, no matter what I'm discussing, that always comes back around. And when I was listening to um, Choice TV earlier this week and, you know, he was talking about like finances, da 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 young adulthood. And all I can think about the fact of was like, man... In this life, we're always running, we're always sprinting, like someone is literally behind us, pushing us to the brink of existence. And why is that? We're in this whole hustle culture, not willing to let things go, always feeling like we have to be on. And then I feel like when you bring in an illness into that, and then now you have to learn to let stuff go, it's like, well, well, how are you supposed to do that? You're supposed to be in this culture, in this space where you're constantly moving, you're constantly innovating. And sometimes it can feel like, you know, having an illness is kind of not an option. Yes, we're all aware that you have an illness. And yes, you go through these things. But then it's also like this weird um, conundrum where you're sitting here thinking to yourself, okay, well, I'm sick. But because I'm sick, I need to work twice as hard. So people forget the fact that I do have an illness. And that means that you can't really let stuff go. You have to keep pushing. You have to keep moving. You have to constantly have something on your mind. And truthfully, I mean, that's kind of like how I am in a way. Um, Literally, I have to always keep moving. I have to keep moving. I have to stay active. I like to feel like legitimately every second of my day. And I know there's certain days where I literally will just lay in my bed, which is usually only on Saturday. And I would just like watch Netflix, watch a show. Right now, I'm currently watching Yellowstone and it kind of goes crazy. So highly recommend. But and that's kind of like my day to like not do anything, but then at the same time, I'm so distracting myself. And I feel like in an illness, it's kind of you need that distraction. You need to kind of not be in the present some moments because the present can honestly just be pain. It can be the only thing that you're thinking about, the one thing that's constantly consuming you again and again. And that's why I am so adamant about always having different avenues having ways to move throughout life because sometimes being stuck still isn't even the best thing for you 
And I feel an illness is 20 times harder because a lot of times people want to do a lot. They want to achieve a lot. But again, you have to let things go. You have to start picking and choosing your battles and trying to understand like what you can do, what you can't do. And it's really hard, especially when you lived your whole life having all these options granted to you never having to think what it would be like to go without it and now you have to navigate this life to where now you might have to lose things you love to do things you're passionate about things that bring you joy and you have to figure out a way to accept literally things that people shouldn't have to accept I think that's a hard thing and I would say as well going back to what we were talking about earlier just because you have to let something go does not necessarily mean that you need to accept the fact that it's happening because at the end of the day you can understand that okay I have to let this go for the betterment of myself and like the betterment of who I'm going to be down the line but at the same time that doesn't mean you have to be okay with the situation so that's something I also don't want to get misconstrued it is like you don't have to be okay with the situation like when I gave up tennis it's because I was getting to that point where I literally was just hating the sport at this point because I loved it in the beginning but now it's becoming a hassle and it was becoming just another thing that I, I used to love but now I hate because you know my illness was overriding it and I couldn't find joy in it anymore and I think the biggest thing I can give is like don't allow yourself to get to that point where you push yourself so much to continue to do things to the point where the love that you have for that um, particular avenue that you have for yourself has now kind of fallen away and has gone to the um, side and you can no longer find passion, you can no no longer find joy into something you used to love because you held on to it too long. And I, that's like the hardest thing to grasp is knowing when to let go. And I think with the illness, it's very hard to let go because you already have lost so freaking much you want to hold on to every little other avenue that you can possibly find. That you can possibly keep tight to your chest. And that's just what it is. And I know from firsthand experience, okay? Like, I'll be like, I'm not letting this go. I'm not letting this go until I'm literally sitting here. And it's like, I'm forced to actually pull it out of my hands because it's just something that doesn't bring you joy. So don't allow the thing that you find love in to eventually become something you hate because you don't know when to let go. Stop running through life because who is chasing you? Who are you really trying to be? Who is the person telling you that you have to keep achieving all these things at this certain timeline? If you don't make that timeline, that you're not going to amount to anything because who said that? Who? It goes back to stop comparing because like, why are we comparing? Why are we competing? Why are we running through this life like it's a freaking marathon? When how many years we have? How many years are we supposed to have? And this is another thing that I will leave you with is this. When I got sick, I used to think that I would stay in this mindset of life is too short, life is too short, life is too short. So because life was too short, I had to live, always be running, I had to always be moving. Because yes, for everyone else, life is a marathon for them. It's a freaking sprint for me. And I feel like a lot of times we go through life like it's a sprint i don't know why earlier i was saying a marathon because it's not giving a marathon we're sprinting babes we're sprinting 40 meter dash is what we're doing it's because i kept thinking in my mind well like you know when you have an illness you have to move different which you do but i was like you have to move different you have to think about everything differently you have to move 20 times faster because life is not certain but guess what that's not a way to live Because, like, are you really living and enjoying all these moments and really finding things that make you happy if you're literally running 
for your life every day. And the thing is, even if we had ample amount of time on this earth, there's still going to be things we're not able to do, things we're not able to achieve, and that's okay. Having to let something go is not a weakness, it's actually a strength. And then being able to find something else that brings you just as much joy, just as much light, or even finding ways to continue doing what you want to do without letting it go. Now, that's powerful and that's what takes strength. So guys, I really hope that you enjoyed this quick chat with Norel. Um, I haven't done it in probably like two months, but then I was like, oh, I had a couple questions that I picked out. And then this was a question that I really just wanted to focus kind of like an episode on because I feel like it's legit. And especially when you're a young adult, things are kind of starting to form in your life. And then now all of a sudden you're kind of flipped upside down and you have to figure out what to let go and what you should keep. And that's something that you, like no one should really ever have to deal with in life. So I really wanted to just dedicate a quick episode to this topic and I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Um, Thank you for being here. You always know what I'm going to say. Look, in life, all you can do is follow a dream. I hope there's going to be someone out there to listen to you. Things will not always make sense. There's so much that will always be out of our control. So how about we loosen the reins a little bit? But don't forget to follow your girl at what? Noel underscore let's get real on Instagram. I am just very proud of the aesthetic and everything on there. So check it out. Check out the candles of the week. Don't forget to check out my website, noelleletsgetreal.com. And stay tuned for our future guest on the show that I'm so excited about. And guys, stay safe, stay sane, and continue to spread love. And I'll see you next week.